and we are recording we're back for another podcast i am one half of this amazing show my name's sam finlay my nickname is sizzle introduce yourself my co-host sitting across from me on zoom hey guys how we going you know who it is uh, it's your boy it's quinny also known as simon the other half of this podcast it is a great show hopefully we'll start getting some sponsors soon we've been we've been around for a while and hopefully kevin feige gets on and let ask us to hit him up for phase six and phase seven after some of those announcements that we got over the weekend which was pretty exciting but anyway i'm fine after this podcast as always it's always good to be on here with you sizzle so i'm very very excited well yeah look you mentioned the announcements at san diego comic-con Look, I think it's our goal within the next year, we get a sponsor and we actually go to San Diego Comic-Con. I mean, I feel like, you know, that that's just the, 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 the goal for the pod, right? We do some live pods over there, some interviews with uh, Kevin Feige, some interviews with Jonathan Majors as Kang, uh, interviews with, you know, all the other characters that have been announced and whatnot. So San Diego Comic-Con 23... Let's uh, let's see, let's get there. Let's see if we get there. So we get to like so yeah, our own passes, backstage passes, which would be good. Yeah, would love to see it. Uh, yeah. Look, speaking of San Diego Comic Con, I mean, there is just so much to talk about, right? So much, particularly on the Marvel front. We love Marvel here. I mean, Kevin Feige was in his bag, wasn't he? He was just. He was just shooting triples left, right, and center with all these announcements. He was on a heater. You know, for the next two phases the unnecessary phase six i Not think it's just to get, get people more hyped five. for five yeah we got phase six as well yeah. uh look i mean we're going to talk about that but not today we're going to save that and we're going to do a, a complete um mcu going forward you know post san diego comic-con we'll also talk about some other projects for, that were announced there maybe that weren't marvel but that'll be our next episode so stay tuned for that um but today we are talking about Marvel's latest cinematic uh, movie, Thor, Love and Thunder, which Quinny and I, we reunited finally. Finally, in person. In person. We went to the movies together. We haven't been able to do this. And this is something we used to do all the time. I mean, we've seen the majority of the MCU together. And unfortunately, because of distance and COVID and whatnot, we haven't been able to see the last few movies release the cinemas together but we were back we were, we were back together and I'm we saw born. this we saw this in the same cinema at the same time and it was just it was a great time we even had some it was, good. It was emotional yeah it was good it, it, it really was it really was had some pizza beforehand it was yeah it, it was great it was great so i love to be back in the cinema with you that was i mean i mean if you want to talk, we were talking about a highlight the highest of high of this movie that was the highest of high being in the cinema with you enjoying some content yep recliner uh, chairs have my I skittles mean, i have my drink ready to go you just, you can't get any better. You can't get any better. I mean, even if the movie was a zero, I still would have had fun. Still would have had fun being at the, the movie with you. It was fun. Course. It was fun. It was good. Um, look, Thor, Love and Thunder. Let's get into it. Uh, this is the movie directed and written by Taka Waititi, um, also known from Ragnarok, which is Quinny and I's favorite Marvel movie. We've been on the record. It That's is. our number one. Um, and we'll get into the rating of this movie, the Infinity Gauntlet rating later. So stay tuned for that. Uh, so this, of course, stars Chris Hemsworth once again as Thor. Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, also Thor. Uh, Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Uh, that's just to name a few. 
Um, before we get into it, let's just have a quick look at the, the numbers and the dollars. So the opening weekend, 144 million. Not um, bad. This movie brought in, not bad at all. Surprisingly, it was behind Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, um, which earned 185 million that opening weekend. Uh, Spider-Man Nowhere Home um, was obviously the top um, in most recent uh, Marvel uh, movies, which is kind of expected, I guess. Yep. Uh, but I mean, 144 million, still not to be not too bad. Uh, laughed at. I Especially mean, that with is, COVID, still COVID around, not bad. Exactly. That is um, a very good number, a very good number. Uh, look, let's get into it straight away. I mean, we'll get into highs and lows. We'll get into our questions. Um, and then we'll, of course, do Infinity Gauntlet rating. Kuni, do you want to just get straight into it? Do you want to me to throw it straight to you? Talk to me about this movie. Give me a little bit of an, an overview and then go into your highs. Yeah, definitely. I can do that for you, Sizzle. Um, again, like Sizzle said, uh, the higher high for me was actually being there in person with you to see this film. I think it was the perfect film for us to finally get to see together. And it just meant so much more because obviously we both love Thor and we love Thor Ragnarok and that is our favorite MCU by far. And it was good to finally get the follow-up to that with obviously Taika Waititi as well, who's obviously a legit director. Great. I just think in general, this is just a special, just very creative, very quirky, just something really different, which I think works so well with Thor in particular, the last two films. So I think that's just, for me, that's, a, that's just a high straight away. Um, another high I think for me for this film was I think Guns of the Galaxy. I know we only saw them briefly, but I just love that we finally got, to, we still got to see Drax, you know, we got to see Rocket, we got to see Groot, you know, we got to see, you know, Quill. We got to see sort of like, you know, those guys, which I think are always a bit of fun. And it was just kind of cool to see them in the Thor movie because as we know from Endgame and Infinity Wars, uh, it was one of my favorite parts of those movies was Thor's relationship with like a rocket and the guardians. So I thought that worked really well. I know it was only, it was only brief, like for like 10 minutes of the film, but I still enjoyed it. So I think that was a high for me. Um, I love seeing uh, Christian Bale in a MCU film, because as we know, he's from the DC universe with obviously his portrayal of Batman, who we both really, really like. And we both really enjoy those Batman movies that he was in. So I think him as Gore, the God Butcher, was really, really interesting. And I thought he I thought he killed the role. I thought his portrayal of the character, I didn't know much about the character, literally just the one paragraph you get in the encyclopedia that talks about it a little bit. So I loved to I loved sort of getting more about this person. And I thought his just his whole story I thought was really interesting. And I would have loved to have seen a bit more of him in the film, but that might lead into my lows a bit later. But I just think just straight off the bat, I just think I just loved him being in it. I loved him with the necro sword. I love that sort of connection. And it really did remind me heaps of like Lord Voldemort and like those Harry Potter films, just the way that he looks, the way that he sort of like walked around. Like I thought that was really cool. Um, again, I love Tessa Thompson of Valkyrie. That was great. I love seeing Lady Sif back in there again. She was only in there briefly, but she was good value. I think Russell Crowe was kind of funny in this too. And again, I liked seeing Natalie Portman again as Jane Foster of the Mighty Thor. So they were just some of my early highs. And I just think... Another one I'll mention quickly, just the soundtrack to this film was great. Like we just came Amazing. off the, Str the Stranger Things season four highs of that, of that soundtrack. And I thought I loved all the Guns N' Roses 
Sweet Child of Mine, you know, Welcome to the Jungle. I like sort of loved all those scenes we saw with that that backing track. And then I guess, you know, Chris Hemsworth as Thor is always going to get the job done. So that was some of my highs. But I've got a lot more, but I'll let you kick in for a bit here, Sizzle. I'd love to, I'd love to. And look, I, I, I agree with everything um, you said there. I mean, you summed, summed it up pretty well from, from those um from those points of view. Uh, look, I mean, first and foremost, this was just a fun movie. You know, I mentioned going to the movie with you, to the cinemas with you. It's always a fun experience. And you said this is a perfect movie for us to go to together because we haven't been to movie for quite some time. And I found myself laughing for the majority of this, this movie. It was a great combination, I thought, of um, it being pretty comedic and it really had that comedic um, uh, I guess focus and that's obviously what Taka Watiti Tata does he does that sort of awkward humour um, which works really well in his films um, but it also had a lot of heart to it I thought you know particularly with um, Jane Foster and Thor's love for Jane Foster and then her obviously having cancer and then you know becoming weaker while wielding Milnir. and then we also had the the uh, backstory of Gore and sort of how he became Gore um, we maybe didn't get enough of it and that might go into my, my lows, but, you know, we sort of found out, you know, him losing his daughter sort of led him to become Gore and lose all faith in gods. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, towards the end of the movie, um, which kind of was, was a nice um, a way, a nice play on the actual uh, title of the movie, um, Thor becoming a father and love being, um, I guess, his um, adopted daughter. And his um, real daughter and- in real life. Yeah, which is which is quite quite cool as well. So I, I really loved that combination of, of it being really funny, but also had a lot of lot of heart uh, to it, and w- it was emotional at times. You know, I, I found myself, um, you know, I, I get quite emotional at these types of Marvel movies because with something that's been a part of my life and your life for so long, we're so very invested long in time. Yeah, right? very invested. I mean, yeah. I feel like we're texting each other about MCU. I mean. 80% of the week sort of thing. Like we're throwing things back and forth for having debates over, you know, which character should, you know, be in the next um, Black Panther movie or, you know, this and that. And, you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that um, in another podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a really great combination in that regard. And I mean, Taika Waititi, he kind of does what he wants, doesn't he? And you could tell he had free reign in this movie. I mean, which maybe hurt the movie a that's little what, bit. Yeah, but that sort of leans into my lows, but we'll talk yeah, about that later. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Whereas Ragnarok, it, he probably reined it back a little bit, which might have worked a bit more. Um, but I really liked how, because he's so expressive and he, you know, like I sort of mentioned earlier, he has these really sort of this awkward humor. And, you know, if you've watched anything else that he's done, I know, you know, you've watched a bunch of his other movies and his series. It's, it's kind of the same sort of humor throughout. And I liked how it was, it was really um, apparent in this. Um, and we kind of got hit by the jokes, you know, joke after joke, um, which, you know, some worked, some maybe didn't, but um, I, I liked that for the most part. Um, I, I really liked some of the um, cinematography in this. I thought Operant City Um was so cool and just so um, like over the top and overwhelming, all gold. You had all the gods there. Yeah, and they just wanted um, to have orgies the whole time. Yeah. It was Zeus Who's invited I mean, to the orgies? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zeus, like Russell Crowe was Zeus. Like, come on, that was hilarious. That was so great. It was funny. Um, interesting as well. I don't know if, if you um, you heard about this, but they used the same sort of um, technology that 
for that scene and for a lot of this movie that they use for most of the Star Wars films. It's kind of like when it's all in the one room, it's a lot smaller, but they use a lot of CG and whatnot rather than being in sort of like a big landscape, um, which I thought was quite interesting and, and worked. I forget what it's called off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, yeah I remember similar, hearing similar, that. Yep. Yeah, cool. similar technology as the Star Wars um, sort of more, yeah. more recent. Anytime we get a Star used. Wars link, we love that. Yeah, and I mean, well, you know, maybe Takawatiti is sort of prepping for his Star Wars movie that's um, that's coming in the in, in the next few years. Um, that's something I'm sure. We'll and that'll be over the top, won't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I really loved that. Um, I I thought um, uh, Eternity in this um, film was super really, interesting, really interesting, and and uh, after like you know we got eternity i sort of went back to the comics and had a look very comic accurate uh, and i thought that was that was great um and you know another thing i, I really liked before i throw it back to you was I, I really liked seeing jane and thor and their relationship sort of rekindle um once again and it, it sort of gave us that insight into what actually happened between them because we sort of didn't know. I mean, there was a mention of it. Yeah, they like mention it briefly. They don't really touch on it much. Yep. Yeah, and it was kind of like you know she was just you know you sort of didn't know. And I thought it was hilarious when they they sort of meet up again, and you know we we get Thor looking at her and he's like Jane, and then the yeah. building collapses. Yeah. Um, and and one last thing I I actually really liked, and I know this has been a bit of a like some people loved it, some people hated it. I thought it was hilarious. The whole joke that the running joke that sort of ran throughout about Thor's relationship with Milnir and, and Stormbreaker. Yeah. Stormbreaker. I thought it was, it was hilarious, particularly that scene when they're sort of having the meeting, I guess the council meeting, if you want to call it. And he's trying to call, call Milnir over, you know, he's kind of doing that. And Korg's like, you know, what are you sort of like, what, what are you, what are you doing? And then Stormbreaker comes around and he's like, Oh, there you are. Stormbreaker. Yeah. You know? So I, I thought it was funny. Maybe a little bit over the top. Yeah. Um, I think it was funny, but I also I thought, think I thought they might've overdone it a bit, but anyway, it was still funny. Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that was maybe, um, I don't know, maybe my favorite joke throughout. I mean, there, there was lots of them. So um, the, the, yeah. There's a few of them. And I mean, another thing I really liked as well, and that was one of the, it was the post-credit uh, stinger, the final one we got was, it was cool to see Valhalla actually. Yeah, on um, screen. Yeah. In the MCU. And it was cool to see. Your boy see Hemdale. Guy, Hemdale, who is one of my characters. He just really Elba, liked. you love him. Um, so it was great to see him uh, back in the MCU. And, and shout out to his son who, you know, is I'm sure we're probably going to see some more of him, maybe some young Avengers, who knows. Yeah. Uh, so yeah I'll, I'll pass it back to you though if you've got anything else yeah. you'd like to add yeah so i think for me um a couple of other highs i liked i loved obviously seeing matt damon um sam neil and luke hemsworth yeah. play the asgardian actors again Amazing. like loki odin and thor which i thought was really funny then i kind of liked how melissa mccarthy randomly just got in there and she was playing hella which i thought was funny so i sort of liked how they brought those guys back i really enjoyed that scene in the first film it was sort of cool how they were like in the background and then every time something happened, they go, oh, let's go write this up. Let's put a scene together. They'd like go off into the crowd and put something together. I thought that was cool. Um, I think I'll go back to Christian Bale as another. So I think one thing I really liked was how he sort of got to see uh, the Shadow Realm because obviously we mm. haven't really seen that so far in the MCU. Amazing. We've seen different Amazing. universes, different realms. But it was really cool to see the Shadow Realm. And I like how he sort of like kidnapped the kids and he was like telling them that story and just like pretty much breaks that creature's neck in front of them. That was pretty intense. 
And I love, I kind of really enjoyed that whole, that battle scene where it's like Jane, Thor and Valkyrie versus um, Gore the God. Which, and I thought that worked really well. And just like when you see Christian Bale sort of walk through the shadows, walk through like the, the sheets and it's like all dark and his eyes are like, you know, red or orange and they just stand out and the rest of his mm. body's just all, yeah, I thought his, just his presence in general, I think was great in this film. And I think it really worked for me. And I also liked the way that he used his powers. Like he could like summon creatures and like use his sword, which was pretty cool. And I sort of liked how we got to see him like busting into like the temple. And then you kind of got to see the Sentinels and you saw different, like the Beyonder, they reckon possibly. And you got to see, you know, the different statues that represent those obviously cosmic sort of beings that we haven't mm. seen a lot of so far in the MCU. They've just sort of just been mentioned. And obviously the Watcher, you see a glimpse of him, like a statue of him. I thought that scene was pretty cool. And then I like how, you know, he does make that choice in the end, you know, between his daughter and like killing the gods. So I thought that was pretty emotional and I think that works for me. So they're definitely some of my highs. And yeah, I think, yeah, like I said, all the battle scenes were great. I enjoyed all the battle scenes. Um, I like you said, I love seeing Hercules randomly in it, in the post credits. I thought that was funny and I love how yeah. it's obviously our boy from uh, Ted Lasso, which I think was a really <laughs> funny casting. I was not expecting that. So I'm be interested to see where it goes with him as um, playing that character, which I think would be really interesting. What's his name again? I can't remember his name uh, now. Brett Goldstein. Yeah, Brett Goldstein. I really hope he keeps his British accent. I hope he like sort of does it almost like his um, Ted Lasso character. character. He'll have to get Jack though. He'll have because he was definitely CGI'd in that scene. (laughs) So I think yeah, they'll definitely need that. Yeah, I think I kind of liked um, also the scene where they're like heading to the Shadow Realm and they're like in the ship mm. and you can kind of see them on the Bifrost and you see like visually like the dolphins in the sky, the space dolphins. I thought that was really just color, just like color-wise, it's just really engaging, super cool. So that, that's pretty much most of my highs, but you've covered the ones that I sort of thought of, but. Yeah, I mean, I you sort of, of at the moment. Yeah, you, you you covered it there for me. I mean, Christian Bale's God, Gore the God Butcher was just amazing throughout, you know, from start to finish. Um, you know, and I, I loved that that cinematography when they were fighting. Um, it was just amazing, especially when you see sort of um, the Necro Sword, you know, clang against um, yeah. you know Hercules Thunderbolts, and uh, yeah. it was it was really cool. Yeah, I thought the Zeus Thunderbolt, yep, lightning bolt. Yeah, thought it was thought it was amazing. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I would totally, totally agree with that. Uh, all right, look, let's move into some lows. Um, yep. I'll, I might jump straight in here. Um, so I probably didn't have as many lows as you, maybe. I don't know we'll soon find out. Um, I, we sort of touched on it earlier. Um, I thought as great as Christian Bale was as Gore, we probably didn't get enough of him. And I mean, this wasn't actually that a long of a movie, right? Like compared to some of the other Marvel movies recently, like I'm pretty sure this was under two hours, if I can remember, remember correctly. I think yeah, it was 119 like, minutes, so just under, yeah. Yeah, there but it you felt go. quicker than that. Yeah, it did. It, it, it really felt quick. Um, so I would have liked maybe them to stretch it out for another 20 minutes or half an hour and just spend like a little bit more time getting to, to know him and even just maybe a little bit of backstory about the Necrosword. Obviously, we know Venom. Um, yeah, it was supposed uh, to link into the yeah, yeah, it's a symbiote. Um, a symbiote, yeah, yeah, first uh, a symbiote, I guess. Um, so it would have been just a bit more interesting to to find out a little bit more of that and seeing him on screen maybe a bit more. 
so that would be one thing if I'm being critical. Um, another thing, and we sort of mentioned it while I really liked a lot of the jokes. I mean, most of them I, I liked it, like you sort of mentioned as well, it might've been a bit too far in some points, I think like, you know, and I laughed at most of them. I mean, I, I was guilty. I probably laughed at every joke. Um, you were loving but, it, though. It was like listening to the Joker next to me, just cracking, uh, just I was, losing his I mind. I was cracking up. I mean, I'm, I'm talking, I like 95% of the jokes, but maybe there was a couple there where I was like, oh, you probably don't need that. And you could probably, you know, be a little more uh, serious at that point or, you know, but uh, I, I still, you know, like most of the jokes, but maybe just a little bit, a little bit too much. Um, and then the only other thing I'd probably say is the whole eternity, you know, thing. Why hasn't Eternity been mentioned before? And then I'm curious, did Thor know that he could use Stormbreaker to get to Eternity? Because it's like, surely- I was going to lead know, to one of my questions for you, actually. Yeah, surely. I mean, maybe I won't say too much on it, but surely yeah. like, you know, when Thanos is threatening everyone and, you know, if you can get to Eternity, you have one wish. Like maybe, wish maybe, maybe Thor didn't yeah. know how to get there. I don't know. Yeah. But that, I was a bit like, kind of like, oh, I don't know. Like, is that, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, they're, they're kind of the only lows I had though, because I, I, in, in most part, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah. So I've got a couple lows. Um, you've mentioned most of the ones. Yeah. So I think for me, time wise, I just felt like it just felt a bit too rushed. I thought mm. I felt like another 20 odd minutes, 25 minutes might've been a bit better for the movie. Uh, I would have loved to see more of Christian Bale and I love, I didn't really like how we only saw him kill a couple gods. I honestly thought he was going to like just go around just just you know killing gods left right and center even like linking into like the egyptian gods from like you know moon knight or something or you know mm. something to do with the turn i don't know like him going around and actually we only really see him kill like the god at the start who's sort of just yeah there and then we see like when sif has the distress signal he um he kills up like, the giant snow tiger or whatever the hell whatever it was but you don't really see him really kill many gods. And I was sort of hoping we might have seen it. That's a good point. Might have seen a bit more of that because mm. that's really all you saw. Yeah. That was like one thing I didn't really like. And like you said, I was a bit more, I was a little bit more harsh. I didn't think all the jokes worked. Like, I feel like it was some of it was just a bit too much. And I feel like he was just, they'll try and it felt for me sometimes, even when I was watching it, I could hear you carrying on and cracking, which I was, which was fine. But I feel like they were just trying a bit, <laughs> trying a bit too hard, trying to force those laughs, which is what I felt throughout, like throughout, like a lot of those extra, a lot of the jokes. I'm not going to say all of them, but like, but I'm unlike you, I wouldn't say I was like 95. percent Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed those jokes. It felt a bit forced to me, and I think what let me down. I think I probably came in with too high expectations because of Thor Ragnarok. Mm. Like I just thought that was an amazing film and it would just everything about it worked so well. And I thought I just had like a, a level where I was pitching this to be, and I think it just didn't get there. And I think that's not, you know, that's not love. That's not its fault, but I just think it's because Thor Ragnarok, nobody knew what we were expecting from that. It was like a whole new take on the character and it was such a good film. So I think that sort of let, let down a bit for me. Um, another thing I didn't like, I just didn't really like the goats. You know how they got given the goats? <laughs> like that was just, Okay, one time it's probably funny that they're making weird noises and then the whole rest of the movie, every time you see them, it's like they're making these loud goat noises. And I was like, I just don't know if it was necessary. Um, so I didn't really like that about it. Um, another thing I didn't like about it, I love Korg. Like I love Korg. I love Taika He I like his don't voice. Don't do my guy dirty. I just thought he, I feel like they used him too much in this. 
Like I liked him in Thor Ragnarok when he was more like, you know, you know, he was on the bench. He was like a six man. Like he was, he was coming out on a heater, like as the gladiator, you know, his cracking jokes that were hilarious, but I felt like this, they were trying to make him more like a starter. It just didn't work for me. I feel like there was a lot of scenes where we could have just got rid of Korg and just focused on maybe Jane and um, Valkyrie, for example, and their relationship. I just didn't like core Korg. Like every scene he's in, he's just trying to crack a joke and I just, it didn't work as much for me. I don't know. It was just one of my best. That's like a thing that I didn't like about it. And then yeah. that also links into my point. I feel like Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. She was like really underused in this film. I felt like mm. she was really much put to the side as sort of like that again, cracking jokes. And, you know, I guess so, you know, I like how they were doing the whole, you know, quality, you know, addressing her, you know, relationships and like her being bisexual, I think, and that sort of stuff. I really enjoyed that sort of aspect of the, of her character, but it just felt like they just had her there and she wasn't really contributing yeah. much for me. You know, I'd actually really like to see her do a Disney plus series. I think a Valkyrie Disney plus series would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I reckon her either on her own or even just her and Natalie Portman as the mighty mm-hmm. Thor, like having their own, I thought them together was great, but I just felt like there was too many times where Valkyrie was sort of cracked, stuck in a scene with Korg for some reason and mm-hmm. didn't really I kind of wanted more from her and mm. that was another thing I didn't really like. And then, yeah, I just felt like Korg was just overused too much. And I think that was like you were saying before, I think Tyker just had free reign in this film. So he sort of just sort of went with what he wanted. And mm. I think that kind of impacted it for me. Anyway, when it comes to my overall thoughts of the film and like my rating and stuff, that's some of the things that let it down a bit for me. But again, I, I enjoyed the film. Like I still really enjoyed the film, but that was some of like my main lows that I can think of. And then I guess I'll, I'll chuck it up. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um, I'm glad we got uh, San Diego Comic Con because these, like the post-credit stingers didn't give me much. Like I didn't really know where are they trying to take this? Like I think everybody's sort of thinking in the MCU right now, what is going on? Like how is this all connecting? And then obviously at the end of this film, we didn't really get anything to do with the multiverse. We kind of got the scene with Hercules. Obviously he's might come into it in the future, but it didn't really, for me, connect it to any of the other parts of the universe. And then obviously we saw the Valhalla, which I thought was really cool, but I kind of wanted a stinger that sort of connected where are we going forward from here? And I just felt like I didn't really get that in this film. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we got the Thor will return. Yeah. Um, I mean, like this is actually going to go into um, one of my questions. Um, so, look, I'm, I'm done with lows. I'm happy to move on. Do you have any more lows? Because I'll... Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's the loads that I had. Uh, well, then let, let's move on to, to, to questions because that goes into to one of my questions that you sort of mentioned there, not sort of knowing, you know, the direction and we didn't sort of get anything, you know, that we know is concrete. Know yeah, that's yeah coming like in. how's this connecting to anything yeah. that we've seen already? Like Kang, stuff like that. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of the, the more recent movies we've seen have just sort of thrown things at us that we don't really know where they're going to eventuate. Like, I mean, e- even in uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, um, the, the post-credit uh, scene there, um, I mean, I guess it means we're, we're going to, um, you know, have another Doctor Strange movie um, with Klee. Um, but when's that yeah. got to come out? Because it wasn't uh, in phase five or six. Yeah, I mean, I guess these are they're looking for the the future future. But it's like these yeah. actors are getting older. 
The I mean, Andy Berry, Benedict like, Cumberbatch, like by the time you know we see that movie, he's probably another five to you know maybe five years older, six years older. So yeah. that's a good point you make there. Um, so that, that that's my question. I mean, one, where do we think you know putting what we heard at San Diego Comic Con you know to a side? What would you like to see given that post credit stinger in the next Thor movie? Um, given that we know it's going to be Zeus and Hercules team up. Yeah, I guess it's got to, I guess it'll be sort of like the, the Greek gods versus the Asgardians, I guess. So I'm assuming we'll have some sort of film that's like they're battling it out. And, you know, I guess Russell Crowe as Zeus and um, Korg just trying to crack jokes at each other is probably where <laughs> we're going with that. But I feel like that's the way it ends. It's sort of that's, and then there's no more. Like obviously, Gaul, the god, he's not in anymore. Christian Bale's character is done, so there's no real threat. I feel like, because I, as we know in the in the comics, Hercules isn't a villain or Zeus, mm. so I'm not really sure. Are we going to have like a? They got to like you know be enemies at the start of the film, and then at the end, maybe somebody else comes into it, and then it becomes like them teaming up against. I don't know who's it going to be like uh, Galactus. I don't know who's the. Who's like a villain? Is Loki coming back? And if so, is Loki going to appear in the next Thor movie? Or are we done with Thor and Loki? So I'm, that's what I mean. I'm I can't honestly. I'm not really sure where they go with Thor from here. Like I'm assuming he'll appear in obviously the Avengers films coming forward, but they're way off. They're like to what 2024, 2025, I think, way away. Mm. So I'm not really sure. Do we even get another Thor film before that? I don't know if we do because it wasn't announced. I, th- I think we'll get one Phase Six because you know we only got yeah. the the sort of uh, Fantastic two, Four. We got Fantastic Four, obviously, and we got the two Avengers movies. I feel like within that somewhere um, in phase, there, maybe we get yeah Thor Doctor again, Strange maybe and Doc- yeah yeah. Is he with Love? Obviously, he's now found daughter, and are they going up mm. against like I said the Greek gods? And is it about them? trying to get respect back from the human race who yeah. don't worship and them anymore. I mean, and yeah, like, look, I don't know. Yeah. From, from my point of view, I think it will be, yeah, Hercules versus Thor to start the movie. And then I feel like Hercules will actually um, become friends with Thor and then maybe they'll fight against Zeus. And I feel like there's yeah. going to have to be another um, overarching villain. Yeah. Um, that's that. why maybe I don't know who Kang. it's going to be. Yeah, that's what I mean. But does Kang really come into conflict with the Thor and the Hercules? I don't know. I'm yeah, really, I mean, my one, comic knowledge isn't yeah, one detailed enough for that. Yeah, I mean, Thor and Hercules, I don't think that's Thor versus Hercules. I don't know if that's a, for me, a, a good enough selling point. Yeah, um, like, are we going to want to watch that? Just them going at it? Like, they're just like this sort of the same sort of character. I feel like that they'll be better as um, a team up. A team up, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it, it is a very interesting, interesting question. I mean, because you know we've had some of the big Thor villains already. You know, we've had Malekith before. We've had the Destroyer. We've had yeah. um, Surda. We've had um, Hela. Obviously, Hela. We've had Thanos. I mean, you know, yeah. we've had we've got. Do we get Scourge. Molecule Man or something? Or because no, I've read so, somewhere that they come up. And then I read some of they go up against Igor the planet, but he's done. He's in Guardians. He was cooked. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't really know where they go off it, but I'm assuming maybe some big bad at the end will show up and they'll have to go against that big bad or something. But mm, I'm not sure who it's going to be. Maybe the Enchantress. I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe. I don't know. I don't know enough about. Yeah, 
her character, yeah. but I feel like isn't she like sort of like a Scarlet Witch or like that or an Agatha sort of character? Like we've sort of already seen that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I you know maybe it's Mephisto all along. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it is yeah. Mephisto. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, maybe it, it's Dracula. It be... Who knows? Maybe Death comes into it. Who knows? Yeah, will be will be very very interesting. Speaking of Dracula, this is a completely off topic. Um, but I, I wanted to uh, throw it to you because I just thought of it. So, you know, we'll probably talk about this next week, but I just wanted to mention it now. We're obviously getting Blade yep. coming and Dracula is most likely going to be um, probably the, the villain. The villain there. In that. Have you seen the rumors about Anthony Starr from The Boys? Anthony Starr, obviously, um, Homelander as The Boys being cast as dracula and really how amazing would that be i would actually probably i'd actually think that would be good i would back that i think he would be because i think he dracula. like he's a great character and even in the boys we haven't even spoken about the boys in that season mm. but i think he would be a great casting choice for great. dracula amazing. i really hope that like he's a good true. looking dude like he's a good looking dude he's obviously up himself he's very arrogant He's very like, I guess he's, I guess Dracula's not so much like an attention seeker and like a mama's boy, but mm-hmm. I really think he could make that character work. And I'd love I to agree. see him pop up, even if it's like in the Blade film. I feel like Dracula probably won't be the big villain. I feel like there might be like just vampires in general and Blade will be like hunting them down. And maybe the Black Knight comes in to help him out because we know there's a little connection there. And then maybe we get like, a Dracula and the post credit singer or something that connects it, which I think would be cool, but that would be interesting. That's next year. So yeah. And I'm if I was very, like, very if I was Marvel, like the boys is one of the most successful shows at the moment. Why not try and grab some characters from yeah. there? Like some actors that are on those shows because they got a lot of people who want to come watch that. So I think that's a great casting choice. I'd actually yeah. really enjoy it. I'd love to see that because okay. he's amazing in the boys. Like so I hate him so much, but, that's because he's yeah. such a good actor. One, one of the best um, villain um, villains in in anything yeah. I've and seen. And he's like so I sinister. Think. Like he's just like like we said. He's like, what if Superman was a bad guy and like was a mama's boy and just didn't really care. Like didn't have a moral compass. Like amazing stuff. Hectic. Anyway, uh, but yeah. yeah. Well, look, we we kind of covered it there. Uh, would, do you have a question for me? Or do yeah, you my to... yeah. So my question, you sort of were touching on it. I wanted. To, I was going to ask you this. You did mention, so we know Stormbreaker obviously um, has the power to mm-hmm. get to Eternity's, I guess, his realm, I'm assuming. So like you were saying, I don't think it does, but does this hurt? The, does this like make the whole, does it make it seem a bit silly that they had to go back in time to collect all the stones and then reverse what Thanos did when they could have just, Thor could have just opened up Stormbreaker and gone to him attorney said hey attorney can you just everything Thanos has done can you just undo it because that's really because his purpose I read in the in the encyclopedia is he's all about preserving human life and like mm. watching over everything like where that where was he at all like did no one think to even include like to try and find him I don't know if you needed the necro sword to do that I don't know if there was a connection I don't know if they yeah. needed both they didn't I'm not sure. they didn't make that clear and I think they should have and because yep. I, I thought the same thing and I, I mentioned it earlier as well. Yeah, I, w- I was thinking exactly that. Like uh, if yep. Thor can just get there by using the Bifrost, you know, with Stormbreaker, mm. why didn't they do that? Um, I guess maybe potentially Thor didn't know that and Gore yep. was the only one who knew that. Or like you sort of said, 
then you need the Necro sword. It didn't seem like that, but potentially he did. Or maybe Gaul was the only one that knew how to unlock that. I don't know. But then but how yeah, would he know? Like it wasn't really unless the Necro sword wasn't told explained. him how. I think wasn't the Necro explained. sword, because obviously that's an ancient um, mm. weapon and it's been held by like the first symbiote, so it's probably got a lot of obviously knowledge behind it. But no one thought about it. But again, mm. I End Game. I absolutely love End Game. It's number three yeah. in my. It's number three in my top ten. But like, I obviously love that movie. Um, but I'm just thinking, like, it sort of felt to me, wasn't it a bit pointless now having to go back in time and. Tony dies. Yeah, it's, you know? it's tough stuff. But again, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't get the cap on your left, and that's like the most iconic, one of the best scenes you'll ever see. And then Avengers Assemble, another great scene. Anyway, wasn't yeah, Phase it's, Three just a great phase? Like, man, oh, come on, man. Marvel! Like, yeah, we we, we, we knew Phase One to Three. There was there was a sense of direction, and now, mm. well, I feel like there's now that we've it's got getting, these new announcements. I think I that's why like... they did six. I reckon that's why they chucked in Phase Six for us as a bonus. Yeah, I think they, they threw in Phase Six and they sort of see... said Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, which makes sense. Like, yeah, you know, I feel like the next phase, and we'll talk about this. Yeah, you know, obviously in our next pod, but. I feel like Kang is going to start showing up after Quantumania big time. Well, he showed up it, at Comic-Con, so yeah, he has to, surely he now has to take on more of a like presence in the films going forward because if not, we're just hanging around hoping like I am for Secret Wars where obviously Doctor Doom's like the number one villain in that whole mm. um, storyline. So that means we're getting. I'm assuming we're going to get Doom, but I will say that for the next podcast. Yeah, I mean, before I talk yeah. about that, I don't know if you. Want, yeah, I've got a prediction for Doom, and maybe we'll save it for. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Good question. Great question there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Look, I have got another question for you, and you know we've talked a lot talked a lot about Gore, um, throughout this podcast and how you know great of a, a job Christian Bale did, and how an amazing villain Gore was. Where does Gore rank? on your villain list and I don't know, maybe give me off the top of your head. You don't have to give me a particular order. Your top, I don't know. You can do three or you can do five. I probably can't do five. Okay. Give me three then. Can, me I, three include, and, and, can I include TV series? Yeah. It's M- MCU. MCU. Righto. Um, I guess n- number one, you probably have to say Thanos. Thanos. Mm-hmm. And this is just your favorite. This is this not is probably like... my favorite villains. Um, yeah. Thanos. Um, probably, I really enjoy, I like Hela. I think Hela is a great villain. Mm-hmm. Um, great and choice. you know, I'm a Daredevil trooper, Kingpin from yeah. the Daredevil TV series. He's mm-hmm. a great villain. Um, you can give me five, surely. That's three. Um. I liked my probably fourth villain. I really like, I can't remember his name now, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, the the main villain in that. Oh, um, What's his name? Uh, Ronan the Accuser. I really liked Ronan. And I thought, I felt, I wish we saw more of him. I thought Ronan was a really, really cool villain. Mm. I liked him as a villain. Um, and I got to do it. Oh, does he count? Does Loki count? I think he does. He's, if, he, if he counts, he's number one for me. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I, oh, mean, no, he's no, not like, I might go he's no, I'll swap. I think I think he's more of an anti-hero I'm going to go I really like Ultron yeah nice so they're probably so, my they're probably the ones okay. I and, see and roughly where would Gore fit then 
Um, Would he be I, close to that five? Or yeah, is I feel like bit- oh, I sort of forgot about Gore. Maybe I'd swap. I feel like maybe um, Gore and Ultron maybe swap. Because I think mm-hmm. Gore was probably he was the only thing I didn't. The only thing like I I just feel like he just became a good guy so easily. Like he's like, oh, okay, I'll do this wish. But I think just before that, he was a great villain. Mm. So I think he's probably sits for me five or six. I'd have to swap. It'd be him and Ultron. I'd be switching okay. between. I just don't know. Yet, I mean, I'm putting yet. you on the spot here. So that's, you know. It, so that's it, probably where fair. I'm thinking. That's probably my list. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, he, for me, what about well, you? He'd, yeah. he'd rank he'd rank quite high for me as yeah. well. Um, so, I mean, this is just off the top of my head. Um are you giving me Loki as a villain? Yeah, you can have Loki just because okay. you love Loki. So I'll, I'll try to rank them. Loki will be number one for me. Um, number two will be Killmonger. Oh, I forgot about Killmonger. Mm, yeah, he's he's the guy. I mean, number three, it gets it gets hard here, and you've you've really listed off quite a few few great villains there. I'd probably go. We go Thanos. I feel like I have to. Surely. Um, number four, I would go Hella. Yep. Love me some Hella. Number five. Oh man. I mean, I really like um, William Defoe as the Green Goblin. Um, oh, what? No, I got to start my list again. That's no. Nah, I got to put <laughs> Green Goblin in there. Green Goblin has to go on my top five. Yeah, I feel like he's number five for me. Gore maybe number yeah. six. Yeah, I feel like Gore's. Oh man, Ultron yeah. seventh. Gore I mean, even six. the Red Skull's Green great. Gob- like... Green Gob. Oh, what about oh, what about Zemo? Yeah, Baron Zemo's great Baron Zemo. Too. Oh, I don't know. I feel like, and we only got a snippet of him, but I feel yeah. like Kang is going to be right up there for me too. Yeah, because I, just I don't know if Jonathan we can Majors. just yet. You, well, you can't I, put him there yet, but um, I feel like. Oh, I was going to say need to do, we need to do a, we need yeah, to do a we need podcast to where we rank our villains in order because yeah yeah it's it it's that's tough. just based on what we've seen live action right and you know TV series because oh, yeah. obviously I would have chucked Doctor Doom in there but we haven't seen him properly yet um so yeah I, it's, I it's, feel it's, like my list would change I feel like I'd have to change I forgot about Green Goblin who's obviously great and he was in No Way yeah. Home and he was just an ultimate villain. Amazing, right? Amazing. So he's probably yeah. in my top five. Even five. even Harrow from Moon Knight was really good. I mean, he wouldn't be in my top five, but he was he was great. He was and Baron's was, emo is great. Yeah, it, it's it's hard, man. There's lots, so many great villains. I mean, I would even go as almost. I'm not putting her in the top five, but Scarlet Witch. I really liked her as a villain. Mm. Um, she's yeah. not really a villain, but she is, but she isn't. But mm. yeah, so I, I mean, mean, that's yeah. There's so many. Yeah, that's hard. Even I've, Wang Wu from um, Shang-Chi was great. Yep. He was great. I've um, sort of again, changed. He's a bit of My an, list will change. My list has already changed since yeah. I've said it on the podcast. But anyway. Well, well, let, let's revise this list next time. We'll have point. to revise it because I've kept forgetting people. But the ones we've mentioned would be all in the top 10, I reckon. Yeah, it's an interesting. I mean, Three and five I'm, was too hard. Yeah. It's just, we can, I need we can at least say, that. to answer the question, Gore would rank very highly. Yeah, he'd be high. He'd be top tier. Yeah, uh, I've got one more question for you. Hit me. I know it's close to heart. Um, will we see Loki and Thor together again in a movie? If so, what film do you think will get them back? 
Or is it yeah. going to be season two of Loki? But I don't know if it'll be a TV show. Anyway, that's my... When will, will yeah. we see them again together? Uh, if so, think, what? when will we see it? I think we will. I think we will, you know, given the multiverse and given, you know, different variants and whatnot. I think... I was hoping we'd see that. Was, that's another low that I completely forgot to mention that Loki wasn't in this film because I, I, even a flashback I would have liked. Mm. Um, I know we got the tattoo, which was pretty cool. The back piece there, the big Loki, RIP yeah. Loki. And he's like, horns. yeah. Um, I really hope that we see them together again. And I feel like we deserve to see them together again. Um, I don't know. I feel like Chris Hemsworth may be too big time to be in Loki, the series, as much as I would love it. Yeah. Um, I think maybe we'll see them together again in the next Avengers. So like which one Kang or Secret Wars? I think I think probably Kang and then maybe I think maybe both. I think given Kang and given you know all the different um you know the Kang's involvement and in going from different timelines and whatnot and all the different variants I feel like Loki will will become he'll he'll, he'll be back with the the team again and that might lead on from you know what happens in Loki because Loki's obviously going to be before um, the Kang Dynasty movie, so maybe we'll you know at the end of it we might get a post credit sting up with them together again or something, and then he'll be in that next Avengers film. Um, I hope so. I hope so. That, nice. That's my best get. What about what about yourself? Yeah, I think it'll be an Avengers film. I reckon would make the most sense if they come back together that way yeah i mean i don't but, know where else i don't know where else. But it's maybe hard the, to next, think. the next the next thor movie that we were sort of speaking if we about, get another but... thor movie maybe in phase six yeah. in like the next three years or whatever three yeah. or four years who, who knows who knows yeah um all right look um that brings us to the pointy end of the podcast where we need to rank this movie we need to give it infinity gauntlet rating we might need to. Do we need to change the the rating for the next no. phase? Do we need to put no. like the uh, the multiversal I rating think, or something. No, I like the gauntlet rating. It makes I like sense. The it's easy. Too. There's six stones. We can give it a, a rank out of six. It just it works. I'm all for it. I'm and we got to carry on. We got to keep carrying on the legacy of phase three. What of uh, one, two, and three when we all the gauntlet. Uh, the, you know, we got to keep it going. This is the true. Infinity this is true. Saga. Has to keep going. Well, we will put on the Infinity Gauntlet and we will Mm. give this. I'm interested to hear yours. I want to know if you'll change from what you originally were thinking. So, one. You go first. I'll go first. Okay. All right. So, look, um, you know, ranking out of six, um, for for reference, IMBD gives this a 6.8. Pretty low. Quite low, low, I thought. Um, And then. to, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, sixty-eight percent tomato meter, seventy-eight percent audience score. Also quite low, I thought. Um, yeah, look. If you asked me, and you did ask me, if you asked me as soon as we left the film, I was a, I was high on on Thor: Love and Thunder. I was, I had Thor: Love and Thunder coming out of my pores. I was, I was, um, yeah, very so high. Just laughing your way. Very high on it. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, uh, you, you get caught up, the emotions, whatnot. Yeah. Got to marinate, let it marinate you. for a bit. Yeah, got to let it marinate. And I've, I've thought it over a little bit. So I'm lower, lower on it than I was. Um, I was throwing out, this is a top five Marvel movie for me. Um, when I left the film, it's not top five anymore. That being said, it's 
it's and this is an, a list that I continuously change. It's in my top ten, so it's a top tier movie for me. And this is, I mean, it's so hard. We're getting like so many movies now; it's really hard to juggle them around. And that top ten is getting harder and harder. Whereas like a while back, it was set in stone and they didn't move. Yeah. Um, now it's moving. You know, ever since Spider Man No Way Home, that shifted things. This shifts things again. So, I for me, I, I've been going for, for all the movies in my top 10 they're five plus that's five plus has to be a five when your top 10 has to be a five five. plus yep has to be a five plus if in my top five you got to be a six if you're in my top five so it's not in my five anymore it was so it's not a six for me it's not a six now i've gone back and forth of whether i'm giving it a 5.5 or a five and I originally had 5.5, but I've actually scaled that back and I'm giving it a five oh. out of six. So I've taken the stone out. Wow. I'm, really, I'm really sorry. Which stone um, did you take out? Which one? Um, I, I'll, I'll take out the, um, I'll take out the, let's take out the time stone because, you know, the, I feel like time's quite a over time. Over time, marinates, time it's changed, let it, it marinate a bit. So you know, time was the killer in this. If you if you asked if we did this podcast the day after, I would have said six out of six. If you tell me otherwise, I'm going to end the podcast straight up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a five for me. It's it's close to a five a five point five. But yeah, I mean, if you compare it to Ragnarok, and Ragnarok's a six, Ragnarok's clearly one stone. Um, higher so i feel like it's it's that's the sort of gap for me um and it's it's towards the 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 towards 10 closer to 10 than it is five for me so yeah nice how about yourself yeah uh i honestly thought you were gonna be higher but i love it because i'm the exact same i'm gonna take out the soul stone because Obviously, in my soul of souls, I love Thor. <laughs> I absolutely love this it's character. Tough. It's I love Thor Ragnarok. I love Taika Waititi. I love what they bring to the table. But again, just a few things I didn't like about it. I can see why a lot of people have mixed feelings about it. I can see why it's probably a bit low in those IMDb and those you know audience scores. So I'm going to give mm. it a solid five out of six gauntlet rating. And like Sizzle said, to be in my top five, it has to be a six. Mm. And I guess... For me, it's just not in my top five. My top five is just too hard to move at the moment. So I'm going to stick with that, to my- Quinny. With that, Quinny, give me give me your updated uh, rankings. You can go top ten or top five. It's up to you. I was about to ask you the same question. Okay, well there you go. Well, uh, I asked you first, so <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I can do that. So this is count down as well. Count down. Uh, this is my updated list, uh, and now. I'll give it to you. Do you want me to go one to ten? Let's do it. All right. Go ten. Go ten to one. I ten think. to one. Keep this. Keep the suspense right. going. So, number ten for me, uh, Iron Man, the OG Iron Man, of course. That's number mm-hmm. ten. Number nine, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, number eight, it's changed. I got Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, I have number seven. I have Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, number six. I'm telling you, it changed recently. I have Captain America: Civil War. Mm. Number five. 
I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Number four, I have Infinity War. Number three, I have Endgame. Number two, I have Spider-Man No Way Home. And, of course, number one, it hasn't changed. hasn't changed for a long time. I have four Ragnarok. That's my updated list. It changed again from when I did it the other day with you and Caleb off air. It's changed again. Love to hear it. Shout out to Caleb. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, Yeah, there you go. Interesting. And it's interesting because we have such similar lists. Like our top 10, there's only a couple differences really in a few different uh, spots. So love to hear the update there. Um, All right, for me, top 10, 10 to 1. 10, and this has also changed a lot. And I must say, when we did our Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I'm pretty sure I gave it a 6 out of 6. Um, so I need it. I will re-rank that and I'll bring that back to a five. Uh, but Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is 10 for me. Uh, number nine is Captain America uh, Winter Soldier. Number eight for me is Thor Love and Thunder. So I actually have a lower than you, um, which is interesting. Mm. Number seven for me is Black Panther. Uh, number six is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. And then we get into the top five. Mm-hmm. At five, Captain America Civil War. At number four, Spider-Man No Way Home. Nice. And then my top three. Number three, Avengers Endgame. Number two, Avengers Affinity War. And number one, of course, it's going to be tough to ever move this one from number one. And that's... Thor Ragnarok, one of my favorite movies of all time, if not my favorite movie of all time. So there you go. Very similar lists. Very similar lists. And I'm not gonna lie, my list will probably change again. Once I mean, I look yeah. At it. Look, we'll, we'll continue. So I had, I literally you. had Black Panther, um, above Thor, and then I sort of swapped them literally <laughs> before, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should have kept them as they were. But anyway, that's my list. I mean, and your mine, list is great too. Yeah, mine, you know, constantly changed. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if I haven't done a rewatch of Doc Strange Multiverse of Madness. That might fall out of my top ten, um, and I might replace it with, you know, another movie. There's so many. I really, I mean, Shang Chi. I love. Um, you also you love, love Eternals, right? <laughs> not so much. Uh, what about Black Widow? <laughs> Yeah, definitely not. That'll be the the, the very, very bottom. Would that even make your top 20, um, Black Widow? Or, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think it would either. Yeah. It's not my it's not my least favorite. My least favorite still, and I stand by the Hulk. Still still stand by it as, as my least favorite. Um, yeah, the, yeah. I didn't I didn't mind the incredible. What's Hulk. your least favorite? Quick off the top of your head. Oh gosh. It'd be oh man. I would this would be probably between um Oh man, the Incredible Hulk probably, and I'm gonna say Black Widow maybe, yeah. or even Dark World. See, I, I actually don't mind but Dark World. A lot of people don't like it. It's not like that it. bad. It's not that bad, I but I feel it. like it's probably oh, it's probably between the Incredible Hulk and Black mm. Widow. It just wasn't for me. I just didn't like. I don't want to talk about it now, but I just hated the Taskmaster. Yeah, ruined man, that character a, for me. Just rough didn't stuff. Do it. Rough. rough. <laughs> So it's probably the, it's either between those two, and I do love yeah. Edward Norton, um, but yeah, not mm. the best film. No, I would agree. I mean, Captain Marvel for me is one of not really, but it's not a like bad film. But it's yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, right, look, anyway. that brings us to the end of the podcast. We did it. Thor, Love and Thunder in the books. We did it. Uh, look, we'll be back um, hopefully early next week for our full deep dive into the big announcements for Marvel, the big announcements from San Diego Comic-Con. So many announcements. We've got to talk about the phases. We've got to talk about you know our thoughts, what we want, what we don't want, where we think everything's going. Um, we're going to get you know deep in that um, world. So until next time, tell your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, follow us on the gram at Sizzling Quinny. Any Hello, final everybody. words? No, I'm just going to say, great pod as always. Always a pleasure. Keen for the weekend. So we'll get ready for some Tyler the Creator. Yes, Tyler the Creator. Should Saturday be a good night. weekend. I'm looking forward to coming home for the weekend. Should be fun. But other than that, can't wait. Very excited to talk about uh, San Diego Comic Con because, like Sizzle, I actually did some deep dives on YouTube for a change. Love to hear it. I put I on it. the Sizzle cap and I just went for it. And that's literally all I did yesterday in the afternoon. Just watched YouTube reactions to SDCC. So it's how I spend most of my afternoons. <laughs> he says he works, but I'm not sold. <laughs> All right. Bye, Until next time, we'll be seeing you. Won't be seeing you. Well, there a little bit. I'll say that one what? again. We'll be seeing you next time. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace. Peace.